Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com, the tool that makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and goals, and the Wondersuite tools will automatically lay out your WordPress website or store in minutes. Seriously. From there, you can customize your design, pick your brand colors and add blocks, no custom theme or coding required. You'll get content suggestions that you can keep or revise. And with Yoast SEO built in, we automatically help you get found in search engines. From step-by-step guidance to suggested plugins to an AI-powered help bot, our built-in tools make WordPress wonderful for everyone. Whether you're a beginner or a pro, you can join over 2 million Bluehost users. Go to bluehost.com slash wondersuite. That's bluehost.com slash wondersuite. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. The opinions expressed on this webmasterradio.fm program are those of the host, guests, and callers. And do not reflect those of the staff, management, or advertisers of webmasterradio.fm. Any rebroadcast or retransmission of this program without the express written consent of webmasterradio.fm is prohibited. Mobilizing your marketing efforts. Welcome to Mobile Presence. Discover the best practices for tracking and targeting mobile marketing. Our hosts will help you make the most out of the mobile web. Learn the latest in the world of mobile. Web developed search, email marketing, text message marketing, and more. Leverage your mobile presence today. Now, now, prepare, prepare to get mobilized. Hi, everybody. This is Cindy Crum, and you're listening to Mobile Presence on WebmasterRadio.fm. Today, I have Marcy with me from Site Minis. Say hello, Marcy. Hi. So, uh, Marcy and I met in New York at the Mobile Marketer Party a couple, about a month ago now. Um, and I was really intrigued with what she's got going on. So, Marcy, why don't you tell us a little bit about what Site Minis does and your vision and stuff like that? So, Site Minis um, is a mobile commerce solution and it's. Um, very focused on just that, mobile commerce. We don't do the SMS piece. We don't do the mobile marketing piece. We don't do all of the other little app pieces or one-offs that are out there in the marketing world of mobile. What we concentrate fully on is a platform that is a solid platform for mobile commerce for um, mostly retailers where we started out. Um, There is a need on the mobile commerce platform that commerce can be identified as 
anything that has a transaction involved in it, including um, including information, this this type of thing. So whatever comes across um, and helps you sell becomes mobile commerce. So we are a cross-platform um, solution that uh, provides mobile commerce um, that is carrier agnostic and it is operating system agnostic. So we work across um, any phone, even the legacy systems that go back through 2002 all the way going forward um, on anything that comes out new. So, for instance, uh, iPhone, it works perfect across, but it also works on the Razer phone. And it works on the BlackBerry OS systems that are legacy. And then not only that, but it also works on the Androids that just came out. So we have actually pulled that into our QA system. And so if we build a mobile commerce solution for a company, we actually make sure that it's a platform that can be built upon instead of something that works for the OS system that is currently in place and then has to be scrapped the next time a new OS system comes out and has to be rebuilt again because that's not really a solid platform to build upon. It's something that you're doing once and then throwing away and then doing again and throwing away and you can't really, you know, grow with it. So basically that's essentially what we do. Okay, so let me make sure I understand. So you have a... When you say mobile commerce, you mean transactions, is it either credit card or is it other kinds of transactions as well? What about like the mobile banking thing? Are you guys actually, actually we're in the middle. So um, we actually build a platform that plugs and plays into the solutions that are already in place behind the firewall of a big box scenario. And so for instance, for Home Depot or um, FAO Schwartz or Toys R Us or these companies that we're working with, when you go into the company, um, they already have an e-commerce solution in place where all the payment systems and uh, the securities and um, the shipping pieces, the operation pieces, all of these are all sections that are already built and plugged into their e-commerce. So what we do is we build a solution for mobile commerce that comes in and plugs into that same solution that's already in place. Okay, so the solution that's already in place for the traditional web, your stuff plugs into that and makes it work for most. Yes. That's yeah. awesome. <clears throat> right. That's way, I mean, so that's so that's what's different from you and like Bango, for instance, is Bango right. is its own processing system, um, and so it's kind of a separate setup, and, and presumably it, it could even export to a separate. Um, interface where you're looking at only mobile transactions and then only traditional transactions, but yours, you can look at both, um, and it's all processed the same place, right? Right. We do have a solution in place just because um, when e-commerce came out, you know, everyone wanted to throw it out there to a third party and let them test it. Um, so we do have a solution in place where we can host in any site, no matter how large it is. Um, when we do that, we partner with a couple of companies. So we'll partner with the PayPal or we'll partner with the First Data for instance, and make sure that those secure systems are in place and we actually have those available while we host the site. But we still only want to host it in an interim because we would like to take it and have it delivered to the customer and have that be their base of operations to start their mobile strategy. That's fantastic. So price-wise, is it... How do you compare? Um, is it much more um, involved um, and much more of a commitment? So, um, Actually, no, it's not. Because right now, the way the strategy works is that um, you have to go with a WAP strategy. You have to go with an iPhone strategy. You have to go with a BlackBerry app. You have to take <clears throat> an Android app. So in terms of setup and commitment and cost and things like that, 
How how is it different working with Site Minis than with Bango? Is it about the same, or is it much more of a commitment to, to work with Site Minis um, financially and just time-wise and stuff like that? How does it work? Well, let me talk about um, not necessarily just Bango, but let me talk about a solution the solution that's the current implement, implementation strategy for most um, companies going mobile right now. What they have right now is the opportunity to go cross-platform, but they only have it with WAP. And we aren't a WAP strategy. WAP is a scraping of sites that's usually third-party, and they're just trying to pull the full site that's a PC Mac site and try and get as much of that information pulled to the mobile as they can without really trying for a two-site strategy and realizing what that would be. And then if you can't reach your customers with something that is um, aesthetically pleasing with WAP, which most likely you can't, then you need a iPhone app, an Android app, a BlackBerry app, possibly a Trio app, so basically you end up with a strategy that has maybe six or seven different legs that are all individually built and only dependent on the OS system that is currently in place now. And every and if any of those solutions, the OS system automatically changes, you have to scrap those strategies and start over on each one of them, and none of them plug into whatever your uh, data feeds would be. And so you really have a team of however many people, and you really have six or seven different vendors that you're paying individually, so it adds up to a really large amount, whereas we have one solution, and it is a holistic solution that works cross-platform for every single one of these pieces, and you don't you only have to do one payment scenario, one-time fee, and then we set up a vendor number and have a um, software solution that you pay yearly for. Okay. Does that make sense? Yeah. yeah. So you're doing you're doing more than just the the payment. You're doing the whole e-commerce. So like for FAO Schwartz, I can go and find uh, my niece a book uh, or a stuffed animal at FAO Schwartz on, from my iPhone or from even a Razor phone. The whole shopping experience is covered. Is that right? Or just you handle just the payment part? No, that's correct. The whole shopping experience is covered. Right. Now for FAO Schwartz, we uh, we did get to a launch scenario they got bought up by Toys R Us right before we launched and so we're now working on a different strategy to work with that but yes that is exactly what would happen you could go to a Razor phone a Palm a Palm Pre a iPhone a Blackberry or even now the Google phone and you can just go directly to your internet your mobile internet type in www.fao.com and pull forward the same exact site that would aesthetically appear the way it's supposed to on the screen that you pulled it from Okay. All right. Yeah. All right. Without a download, there's no download required on what our software is. Okay. So, so it's not an app. It's a it's a live web right. service. Right. Right. All right. Okay. So this is this is fascinating for me. What we're going to do is we're going to take a quick break um, and go to commercial, and then we'll be back and we're going to delve even deeper um, on this on the technical aspects of this. Uh, of site minis and how it works and how it sounds just fantastic for, for so many different websites. So we'll delve deeper in that and then we'll talk about um, kind of what we see lined up for 2010 since we're getting close to that time of the year where everyone's expected to make predictions. We'll do that. Uh, so you're listening to Mobile Presence on webmasterradio.fm. We'll be right back. Mobile Presence will be back after we connect you to our sponsors. 
How do you choose the right affiliate network to partner with? The answer is simple. MarketHealth.com, where health and wealth connect. Established in 1998, the MarketHealth.com affiliate network allows you to market and promote the world's leading health and beauty offers on the net. Start making recurring income and the highest payouts in our industry. Choose from over 50 of the hottest selling offers, ranging from herbal supplements, skincare, vitamins, beauty products, weight loss, and much more. Sign up for free at MarketHealth.com and start making money today. Revenues can come from many different sources. Are you capturing additional revenue from your payment processor or leaving money on the table? Lytle & Company can help you grow your top-line revenue. Lytle & Company provides payment processing and consultative merchant services for multi-channel retailers, along with Internet and direct response businesses who sell directly to consumers. Lower the total cost of payment acceptance while improving your business processes and chargeback management with Lytle & Company's innovative reporting and analytics features. Lytle & Company, the card's not present, but we are. Find out more at Lytle, L-I-T-L-E dot com. Are you happy with your landing page performance? Discover how to improve your landing page performance with ConversionCritic.com. Brought to you by Engine Ready. Turn your underperforming landing pages into cost-effective sales-producing machines. Be sure you're not wasting your precious PPC budget. Conversion Critic tools give you the ingredients to create high converting landing pages. You don't have to be an expert to use Engine Ready's Conversion Critic tools, but you'll feel like a landing page pro. Take the guesswork out of increasing your conversion rate. Visit conversioncritic.com and boost your conversion rate for free. That's www.conversioncritic.com. Please hold while we connect you to one of the most sought-after experts in SEO, analytics, and web development. Office Hours with Vanessa Fox, Thursday at 4 p.m. Eastern, 1 p.m. Pacific, or on demand anytime inside the Search Engine Optimization Channel, only on webmasterradio.fm. Mobilizing your marketing efforts. Welcome back to Mobile Presence on webmasterradio.fm. Here are your hosts. Hi, everybody. You're listening to Mobile Presence on webmasterradio.fm. I'm here with Marcy from Site Minis. Now, Marcy, let's let's back up a little bit. I wanted to, I didn't do a fair enough job of introducing you. So you are the CEO and founder of Site Minis. Is that right? You're the brains behind everything? I am. Yep. <laughs> okay. And how long ago <laughs> did that happen? Um, well, I've been writing code for a long time. Um, I would say since 92 or 93. And uh, worked um, was one of the first people hired in Home Depot before they had a website. Went through that entire process, came out with the idea behind uh, figuring out how the well, the whole idea came from figuring out how the pro how the pros can walk around on a job site and pull their uh, content that they need to buy something from into a mobile site. And so, with that thought in mind, and, and kind of working on that thought in my head, I uh, pulled together a solution for a flip phone scenario. And just kind of beat it around a little bit. When I left uh, Home Depot in 2004, I partnered with a uh, um, couple programmers I've been working with previously um, before going into Home Depot, and we pulled together a software. And we've been—that's why our software actually works on the legacy phones because that's where we started on the legacy phones. And so, bringing it to where it is to date has been a full boat from 2004 all the way to now. And so, being first to market, we're actually coming first to market with a solution that is much better than anybody that could come in right at this very moment and have to go through all of the bumps in the road that we had to go through to get where we are. 
Right, and they would probably not be willing to take the time to to retrofit, go backwards, <laughs> and or investment. Right, exactly. Right. So. So that's fantastic. You, so you have a lot of credibility here. You've been doing this for a while, and and the Home Depot solution that makes so much sense because you're you know contractors are walking around and they need to. Right. It's it's like making a shopping list without making a shopping list is making a buying list and just buying right there. That's great. Exactly. All right. Okay. So let's talk. So I want to dig a little bit deeper on the technology here um, because I remember part of our conversation um, when we were in New York was. You do all this stuff, and everything happens um, regardless of whether it's on a Razor or an iPhone or an Android phone. Did you say that everything happens on the same URL? So if I'm looking at a 2x4, um, and it's a very specific 2x4, the URL in the address bar is exactly the same regardless of what phone it is? So all of that stuff happens in the back end. Does it happen? Are you allowed to share the secret sauce? Is it like CS? I'm not allowed to. I have patents on it. Actually, patents pending. Yes. Okay. So you can't tell us if it's CSS or how it works. So it's just magic. And it's not It's not CSS. It's our own code. Um, we do use the mix of, um, of different codes that are out there. We use a lot of .NET programming. Um, we work well on any system, but we customize it. So that's what makes it unique. So we actually go into a uh, retailer or a um, a company that wants to pull mobile commerce forward, and we actually customize it for what they have built already. Okay. Now you might might or might not remember this, but my big passion is mobile search engine optimization and making yes, I do. Yeah. rank well in the search engines, and so that's really important for mobile SEO. Is not to to as much as you can avoid having multiple URLs for the same page. Even if it's a different iteration of the same page, you don't want to have, you know, eight or ten or, or twenty different URLs for every possible Exactly. Time. So you guys are, are really and possibly unknowingly um, doing a great job at SEO. I don't, yeah, we've kind of stayed under the covers. We'll actually merge at Detail 2010. We're um, hosting or chairing that mobile day. They're their very first mobile day. So... Are you going to talk about SEO and how great your stuff is for SEO? Or did you? Even well, I will. I will mention you and what you do too as well. Um, what we do is um, uh, it makes it so much better because you can utilize whatever SEO efforts you put behind your URL that you have in place. Because if you're going to, I'm going to use HomeDepot.com just because. If you go to HomeDepot.com on the PC Mac, and then if you go to it on your mobile and it just redirects to the same URL, then you don't really have as big of an issue than you would have if you tried to push the same SEO piece for a WAP dot this or an M dot that or a dot Mobi or something that's completely different. Right. Well, you get to leverage all the work that you've already done as exactly. your traditional site, which is something that I've been preaching for yes. <laughs> three or four years. Um, so it's really exciting to find someone who's really uh, hit the nail on the head here. So, okay. So... What else, what are your big plans? It seems like you've got this squared away and you'll just keep updating it for, for um, newer, better phones. Are you, are you reaching out, because you have the backwards compatibility, are you reaching out into the um, other markets, like um, you know, uh, the markets where people are still using the less sophisticated phones or they're relying on um, yes, the so, you know, surprisingly, there's a um, really big part of the market that are um, customers of most of the big box retailers that still are not on the iPhone or on the uh, 
phones with the expensive data packages. In the next two years, what will happen is, uh, and this will become more prevalent, I think, because the, the mobile phone companies just need it to happen, is the uh, use of the mobile Internet will become part of the integrated data package that you just buy when you buy one to get your uh, smartphone activated, which is going to make a bigger, di- a bigger difference in how many people use that. Right now, it's uh, up to date, it's been so expensive to add that package to it. Sure. And so not everyone is using the mobile Internet as much as they would and or it doesn't work as well. But that being said, as the data packages start to get a little bit better, not only do we work on all of the BlackBerry phones that are in all of the corp- in corporate America across the board, if you work in corporate America, you're walking around with a BlackBerry and no one wants to use the Internet just because it's so inefficient. You can't see anything on it. Sure. Well, so being able to use it on that now and then going forward and picking up your own personal phone and the new phone, being able to add the uh, – data package to that at the same cost of what you would normally just turn your phone on with is going to make 2010 and on up much user, much more user-friendly for the mobile internet. So everyone's going to start expecting, why isn't this working now? It needs to work like I use the internet. That's what I felt for years. I'm like, why yeah. won't this just work? Yeah, exactly. That's actually why I got into mobile was I was so frustrated and I started complaining and then people put me on stage. it's true that's not what happened with me i got the ftc was my first experience with that so so yeah everyone wants to hear us complain i guess i Um, guess so (laughs) (laughs) that's okay we got there's got to be some mobile evangelists out there that's right (laughs) so okay so here's here's something that i've been really interested in and i want to hear if you have experience in this and that is i think the, the next big thing where the next huge money is for mobile is in mobile uh, comparison shopping. Um, so things like uh, Overstock or um, Price Grabber, stuff like that. Um, and also I've been working and, and I'm going, I'll be speaking next week at Webmaster Radio's affiliate, uh, affiliate conference in LA um, mm-hmm. about mobile affiliate marketing. And I think the mobile affiliates are clamoring to work with some some kind of uh, price comparison or at least uh, product aggregators. Now, like Amazon and eBay, they have some stuff like that going on. But I'm thinking more of the the aggregators like Overstock and Price Grabber. Have you worked with any of those guys, or do you plan to? Do you think that there's there's market there? Um, yeah, I would like to just because um, I know a lot about it. So I know I'm very familiar with the UCC net coming out of uh, internet, re- you know, the internet business and the retail internet business. So, um, and, you know, data aggregating and bringing all of that product knowledge and, every, and all of the pieces on every single piece of product out and putting it out in this UCC net, compiling this out in the internet world is what makes that possible. Um, I think the thing that's going to make that more efficient and more useful for the consumer is when the phones get to a better position and being able to go to a store, take a photo of a product, and have that product go into a knowledge database and pull forward, here's what here's everything that comes forward on that product you just took a picture of. And or taking a picture of the UPC code or punching in a UPC code or something like that. Right now and just maybe two years ago when they very first started this process, it still was limited data that you're going to pull forward. Now it's starting to become more prevalent. So I think maybe over the next year and a half, two years, that's going to be a pretty big deal. You'll be able to walk into a uh, any store like a Target. You'll be able to walk into Target, point your phone at you know one of the products, and immediately find out 
how many other stores have that product and how much it is. Well, that's, <laughs> that's my dream. I'm a big shopper. Yeah. People who know I shop a lot. Uh, and I love that. But the problem that I see is once we have the capacity to do things like that, the stores are actually going to have to clean up their act for their inventory yep. control. Because a lot of the stores, they haven't had the demand, the, the instant, you know, how many other targets have these pairs of shoes in my size kind of thing. Yep. Yep. Um, so inventory control is on like a one or two day lag. Um, and It's so also going to change the MSRP, the uh, standard pricing mechanism across the board. I mean, I know they have it now, but if you walk into a Target or whatnot with an ad coupon in your hand, you actually would have had to research and find that ad that was cheaper, walk in and say, I have this ad saying this is cheaper. And most of the time, the stores will honor that. But you have to have done the legwork. This well, takes all the legwork out of it. You just walk in and go, oh, wait a minute, hang on, this is cheaper over here. I'm going to go over there. Or they're going to have to honor the price, you know? <laughs> On the other hand, on the other hand, it changes it in that if I'm if I'm looking at a branded product that I can get at a lot of different, say, department stores like a Polo um, turtleneck, by mm -hmm. um, and I either scan the barcode or type in the number, or take a picture of it, I can do as much like I can really abuse the department store that's got that exact turtleneck. Like let's say Dillard's has it for thirty dollars, so I can try it on, figure out what size I am, use use their fitting rooms, talk to their people, use their restrooms, and then, boom, go on my phone, find the exact same turtleneck in the size that I know that I need and order it online, even though I've used... In the store. Right. Even though I've used all the resources and, and, and cost the department store money. Yeah. So it really now, throws things at people. Well, that scenario is going to change the bricks and mortar solution, I'm sure, but not probably for three to five more years and maybe even longer. Because everyone has to get on board and everyone really has to be on the same page with the way this is going for that to actually become the scenario. Which, I mean, we're in a changing world now anyway. Right. So, you know, I mean, it's just going to happen. <laughs> and they may have to incentivize somehow either create a disincentive to do that or put, like, blockers up in the, in the store, which never, ever fly. Or, you know, somehow incentivize that purchase on site versus um, going, going somewhere else. Yeah, they're going to have to make it worth your while to walk in there and buy it directly there, that's for sure. Right. I mean, I'll just try it on and then have it delivered right to my house and not have to carry my boxes around the mall or my bags around the mall. Right. So, <laughs> yeah, but, I mean, that didn't really happen with the Internet either yet. I mean, and the Internet's been around for a while. We've all become sort of familiar with it much more so than we were. I mean, we've created Cyber Monday now. And so, I mean, you can go into a store now, and even so, you can go back home, and you can order it online, the same scenario. You just can't do it right then and there. Yeah. So, I mean, it didn't really cannibalize it that way. So, you know, it's still quite a ways out, even if it does get to that scenario. I think it'll just become another marketing arm that everyone gets used to being able to go to. And I don't know that it would become that extreme. But, yeah. you know, I mean, it's wrong, but... No, you're right. I think in extremes. But I think yeah. the main thing, the main difference there, though, is the ability to do a search via barcode. So I don't have to know the name of the blouse or I don't have to know anything right. about it. I just hold my phone up to it, which right. if you're doing a search. If you're going back to your computer, you have to know things about it and write those down. Um, sure, yeah. 
So very interesting. Okay, so we're going to take one more break, and we'll come back uh, and talk a bit more about the future of mobile commerce. I'm here with Marcy from Site Minis. We are having a fantastic conversation, and we will be right back. You're listening to Mobile Presence on webmasterradio.fm. Mobile Presence will be back after we connect you to our sponsors. Hey, this is Danny Sullivan to talk to you about Bruce Clay Incorporated. They've made Inc. Magazine's list of growing private businesses and have exhibited and sponsored at my conferences since the very beginning. You've seen their search engine relationship chart or you've read their SEO code of ethics, so you know their SEO experts, but did you know they can help you with PBC, web analytics, web design, marketing strategy, promotion, and branding? Yep, get everything you need for success in the online marketplace. You can check it out from the professionals at Bruce Clay Incorporated. For over 10 years with offices worldwide, they've got the answers you need. Check them out today at BruceClay.com. Charles, come on up and tell us about the great ROI we're getting from RevenueWire. Thank you. Since I signed up with RevenueWire, conversions have increased dramatically. RevenueWire has an integrated shopping cart called SafeCart that offers highly accurate sales tracking, boosting our conversions through the roof. And now that they've added multiple international currencies to SafeCart, we're looking forward to seeing significant increases in our overseas sales of PC utility software from LavaSoft, PC Tools, Pareto Logic, and Avonquest. With up to 75% commission, real-time sales tracking, free in-depth sales analytics and reporting tools, campaign optimization resources, and now weekly payments for top-performing affiliates, our sales are climbing higher and higher, thanks to RevenueWire. Find out more at RevenueWire.com. This is a test of the PR Web content and news delivery system from PR Web and PRWebAuthor.com. If this was a real release date, your story would reach more than 30,000 journalists, 250,000 RSS subscribers, and just over 30,000 unique websites. PR Web can reach your target audience online, drive traffic to your website, achieve high rankings on search engines, and get your content on top news sites like Yahoo News. Editors are available 24-7 to help you optimize your content for maximum exposure to over 70 million people in the U.S. alone. If this were a real PR web release date, your website would have so much traffic, you'd be tempted to duck and cover. If you have an online marketing emergency, go to PRWebOffer.com for 25% off. PR Web, the premier online news release and content distribution service. Ready to learn to be a mass marketing mastermind? Take some notes from the godfathers of mass distribution. Inbox, Wednesdays at 5 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Pacific, or on demand anytime inside the Internet Marketing Channel, only on webmasterradio.fm. Mobilizing your marketing efforts. Welcome back to Mobile Presence on webmasterradio.fm. Here are your hosts. And we're back from commercial. Hi, everybody. You're listening to Mobile Presence on WebmasterRadio.fm. This is Cindy Crum, and I'm here with Marcy from Site Minis. And we've been talking about um, mobile e-commerce and kind of the future of mobile shopping and how things are going to pan out. In the last segment, we, we both agreed that there's a lot of stuff changing. So, um, Marcy, we, we touched on this a bit, but what do you think is going to become really big in 2010? Is there, do you have predictions maybe about Android or uh, applications, uh, stuff like that? Like for the last segment, have you ever looked at Red Laser? It's a cool application. No? Oh, no. That's barcode scanner. It's a barcode okay. comparison, uh, comparison shopping app. 
Oh, we will look at it. Yeah. Yeah, it's cool. Um, but I bet they need your stuff on the back end. Yeah, we're kind of the con- yeah we're kind of the conduit between everybody else that's out there right now and um, you know <laughs> the front and back end um, because the marketing pieces need a, con- a destination point and the payment systems need somewhere for the customers to go to do the transaction and then <laughs> finalize it. So we're kind of the middle piece that was missing for uh, commerce. Um, the holy grail, if you will. Yeah, yeah, the platform. It's something that is going to be solid for our future. The, um, I think the app scenario is going to stay in place, and I think it'll stay in place for uh, several more years. It's too big of a moneymaker. Um, it does isolate a, uh, a vendor from our standpoint from someone that just wants a um, something that is quick, a quick hit, something that's going to last for you know um, a 60-day, 90-day period for promotion. An app is fine. It's great because uh, what most people do when they download an app, they keep the app for the 30 60 day period and then it kind of falls off because there's too many apps out there there's too many things to choose from so they either quit using it or you know they delete it for another one because they need more room on their you know their phone um well i think think it'll stay in a marketing capacity for quite some time i don't think it's going to go anywhere right what about have you um have you talked to any of these vendors that kind of they they're app vendors that claim the same thing that they're cross-platform cross-carrier cross OS that they you develop an app once and it works everywhere. Uh, do you buy into that? I don't, <laughs> uh, <laughs> because most of the apps that are built actually work off of the system that it's being uh, downloaded onto, and you have to download the app for it to actually work. We don't have a download required on what we do, and we're um, the solution that we have actually is a mobile internet solution. Sure. It's not an app solution, and so the whole process of being able to um, take an iPhone and have an app work. It actually, you, when you download it to your phone, it actually works on the system that is the OS system built into that phone platform that you're holding in your hand. And so when you get a new OS system, or a new, like iPhone did this, did, just did this. So the OS system that they had in place, they've upgraded to a new OS system. And so anybody that had any iPhone, any apps that were on the older OS system don't work on the new OS system. You actually have to upgrade. And when you upgrade, you have to get a different app that's actually going to work on that OS system. Yeah, it's a huge pain in the butt. Yeah, yeah, exactly. All right. Now, we I mentioned this earlier, but I want to I want to get your input on this because I'm not sure how how deeply you're into it, but I think that people are becoming much more aware. People in the United States are becoming much more aware of the phenomenon called mobile banking that's much bigger internationally. And when we say mobile banking, a lot of people think of like a Wells Fargo kind of situation. But mobile banking is actually quite different um, internationally. Um, it, it involves basically creating another currency, and that currency is, is cell phone minutes, and they have a value, and you can accumulate or buy minutes, but then you can also transfer minutes and even pay for goods and services with minutes because those minutes have a cash value. Have you, since you guys are mobile e-commerce, have you guys gotten into any of that? Um, Actually, that scenario is one of the first commerce scenarios that happened here in the States as well with MLB. They were doing that. You could actually go onto the MLB mobile site and you could actually pay for something and it would be attached to your phone bill, your cell phone bill. And so in a sense that it is like the mobile minutes that you purchased because you got to actually pay for it off of your bill, and so it became the carrier. You were locked into the carrier that you were using because you're paying for everything through that site with that carrier. And but so they did a deal limited. with Verizon. Right, right. 
that's limited to a, a cost cap, right? A micropayment that's either like a cap at five or ten dollars, right? Yeah, and um, and the parents can put a parental parental thing on that, you know, that kids can't buy, or you know, there's phones that you know you can actually put something on your phone. AT and T has this now. I know we talked about it at the FTC that they can put a parental cap on there that you know this phone is locked and there's no way you can buy anything that's going to get charged onto my cell phone bill without me knowing about it, kind of a thing. Right. So, but but those because, are locked into the carriers themselves here in the states, where it's a little bit can, different scenario overseas. If we didn't cap that, if we didn't say, or if the carriers didn't cap that and say, well, you know, $10 is the maximum, then the carriers would actually take on much more risk and they'd be acting just like a, an American Express or Visa because I could charge, you know, yeah. thousands of dollars to my cell phone bill and then, and, and then not pay it. So, the, so it's a, a different, a bit of a different model. Right. When, um, and, and, the, and the retailers themselves, any retailer, I mean, no matter what you sell you would have to make sure you had a platform and a, a deal worked out with each one of the carriers. And you right. have to give them a percentage of your sale. So in a sense, it's kind of like what e-commerce was way back in 99 when they first started out. And, you know, we're starting to go through everybody going out and testing the waters to see if e-commerce would really work. And they were throwing all their products out on shopping.com and all the bots, right? Well, they have to give up a percentage of whatever their margin is. Well, some products, and especially electronics, the margin's not very high. And so sure. having to give that up is much more expensive for you to actually have somebody else sell it for you than for you to sell it on your own platform and keep all of the margin in-house. So, Well, and that Same brings scenario. up a question, and I've said this before, is I think that people aren't buying as much from their phone as they could be, and partially that's because there's not a really, really simple way to do it. Uh, in my mind, what it took to get people really shopping on the, the web, traditional web, was PayPal because that made it easy and you logged in once and you it had all your information. Um, and, and it seems like that's really what we need uh, to be widespread and easily accessible on the mobile phone as well is something where you don't have to put in all your information with your thumbs every single time. You just log in and it gets it all. Do you, right. do you agree? or I or totally agree. I totally agree with that. I don't think it has to be the PayPal scenario. Like I said, <clears throat> we actually work with the solution that was put into place on e-commerce. And so, for instance, if you go to a uh, Target.com or a Home Depot.com or whatnot on your mobile, you just have to enter in your username and password. And that's the way it should be. And then you yeah. don't, you're not putting credit card information out on your phone. Right. Yeah. But the problem is it, that's not widespread enough that everyone knows about it and that everyone's doing it. it it's still a barrier for a lot of people thinking that they're – well, because not every website does that, and, and people thinking that they're going to have to to do all of that information and send sensitive information over their mobile phone. And they're not willing to do it, especially if the URL got redirected to somebody that they don't know. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, we're going to have to to wrap up really quickly. Can you just um, give us any contact information if people want to use your services or learn more? And then give us a couple websites that people can look at to really from their mobile phone. Uh, to really get a good idea and a sense for um, how Site Minis really works. Okay, the best way to do that, actually, instead of me rattling off a bunch of websites that you know you might not be able to um, spell out or whatnot, is to go to SiteMinis.com on your mobile, and it will redirect to the mobile version. And when you get to that site, go to the links uh, button. When you click on the link links button, there's actually a page that will give you a ton of different sites that keeps getting added to and changing and um, updated. And so you'll always have a version of everything that we're in, we're working on. And then also, if you go to um, 
if you type in demo at siteminis.com, it will send you back an email with a couple of links as well that you can go directly to and bookmark on your phone so you can see it work across platforms. Fantastic. Now, how do people get a hold of you? Um, Marcy, M-A-R-C-I, at siteminis.com. All right. Well, I really appreciate you coming on the show, and I think uh, we're probably I'm probably going to try and have you back again um, <laughs> because this has been a great conversation. So, everyone, uh, stay tuned for some more programming. You are listening to Mobile Presence on webmasterradio.fm. You can hear us uh, every week on Wednesdays, 1 p.m. Eastern, 10 a.m. Central. Uh, so tune in next week. Thanks a lot. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.